Have you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious and, yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Welcome, everybody, to Hypnosis Everywhere. And guess what? We're my, I'm my own guest today. And Martin will be taking charge of the interviewing. So welcome me to well, Voice America. <laughs> welcome, Inez Simpson. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, such a surprise to have you here today. <laughs> what we're going to do today is um, talk about what you do, formal hypnosis. The show is mostly about, the show is aimed at hypnosis is everywhere. So, yes. hypnosis and the mind were always, is, is everything we do, of course. And we've talked about where hypnosis is in terms of advertising and propaganda and TV shows and, and of course, ourselves. Whenever we're talking to ourselves, it's our minds working, working, working. But this, but what we want to talk about in the show is the aspect of formal hypnosis when we take that that wonderful natural uh, ability thing we have called the mind and start to redirect it with hypnosis towards mm -hmm. to where we uh, desire to go. Yeah, towards yeah. helping and changing, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So the the first thing is let's talk about the diversity of hypnosis. People tend to think of I mean, we get on this show still that over and over again, can I be hypnotized? Who can be hypnotized? How many people can actually be hypnotized? Have you ever been hypnotized? Uh, can, do you get stuck in hypnosis? All, you know, the, same, the same stuff that we've been talking about forever. The answer is yes or no. And that's <laughs> just take that. But, so, but the, the actual diversity of where hypnosis is being used, um, let me just do this quick before you get into it, because she's actually letting me speak. So let me just do this. <laughs> <laughs> the other big question we always get is, well, what is medicine? What do doctors think of hypnosis, right? Yeah, a lot of people Here want to is, know that. Here's a list. I'm reading this. Look, in 1892, the BMA, we've mentioned this on the other shows. In 1892, the BMA uh, investigated hypnosis and considered hypnosis as a valid way of, of working with, um, is frequently effective in relieving pain, procuring sleep, and alleviating many functional ailments. This is 1892. Then they re reasserted that in 1955. American Association in 1958. American Psychological Association endorsed hypnosis in 1960. Royal Society of Medicine in 1978. Uh, National Institute of Health in, in the U.S. in 1995. The British Psychological Society in 2001. The American, Psych American Psychological Society in... Did I say that already? American Psycholo Psychological Association in 2005. There's a whole bunch... It is recognized in medicine and in psychiatry. It's, it's a known factor. Yes. So let's start with that. And I think that's really important. I have a friend of mine who's having some uh, health issues, and uh, we were doing hypnosis, and um, her medical doctor said, I think that's great. Please use the hypnosis, and I'll do the other stuff. Now, that's what I call teamwork, and that's where I want us all to go. We don't want to do without the medical field. We need intervention. I've used intervention in my, in my history. So understand that But the healing goes faster. Everything happens easier when you put the two together. Yeah, this is a, doctor, a new doctor coming into the new sort of wave of medicine mm -hmm. and in saying, well, we know with a lot of things that we as doctors can work, and doctors are great, wonderful people, and the medicine is a wonderful field, that we can do a lot of work on the symptoms, but we know the mind is the key, and if we yeah. can work with that, so they're instant hypnosis. But yes, it, so in medicine, so in uh, as we said, it's used in surgery, 
yeah. is used in what's called pre and post op, where yeah. you will work with a client before going into why, now. Why would you work with a client before they go into surgery or, or an well, operation or some sort? Lots of times, uh, if the medical field that they're working with is open to it, they can actually use lots less anesthesia in the process, which makes it much more uh, safe. So if they're open to that, we teach people self-hypnosis to put themselves in. And places like the Mayo Clinic and places use 25% um, uh, chemicals. Anesthesia. Yeah. So that, I think that is a great function. We also instill the healing to go easier. We look for blockages of allowing the healing to happen. Uh, much easier. So everything functions better. They, the doctors can even, if they're into it, can say, okay, I need this. I need a little more blood here. I need it wet because of this, or please stop the bleeding, all that. And people go, sure, sure. But Esdell was doing all that stuff back in the 1800s still. So we haven't moved that far yet. And it's time. It's time. Yeah. Okay. So when you say, uh, okay, I need a little bit more bleeding or less or whatever. Yeah. Who, who the doctor can to? say that because to we can, we can, to the person, to the mind, to the mind, yeah. And believe it or not, the mind is the person and it connects <laughs> to the body. Who knew that, <laughs> that would work? Yes. Wow. And well, don't forget that they have that 25% anesthesia or whatever, so that their conscious is actually bypassed totally, pretty much. Right. So yeah. when, when we, I mean, think about that when you say, well, that can't be, that's kind of weird, where you could go into an operation and the person's what they would consider unconscious, let's say, with a, mm -hmm. with a mild anesthetic, mm -hmm. and the mind removing the rest of the pain signals mm -hmm. as much as is needed. Yeah. You think, that's weird. How can the body start to do things like slow the bleeding and start the bleeding? Because the body the, is the one in the first place that starts the bleeding. When you cut your finger, it's this automatic responses from the body going in. So if you go to those, I know this sounds weird, but Ines has done it, so it must be real. That if you go to your, if you focus on your finger and say, okay, body, that's great. It's now clean. You can now stop that. And if you're open to that belief, yeah. what you're doing is just sending brain signals to the body. And it goes, okay, it's the same signals that started the bleeding. Well, it's not but the band-aid or the stitches that, that do the healing. It's not. But on no. TV, they say. <laughs> so ultimately, what he's talking about is that I had. Um, oh, a now big... she's explaining what I'm saying. Well, Jeez. I had a big cut in my finger. I needed stitches. So I just put myself in self-hypnosis. And after I cleaned it out and I said, you know, I don't need this. And within an hour, the skin had closed up. So I did make a mistake, though. I didn't tell it to go back to its natural way of being because there's still a little lump there. <laughs> in, in, again, diversity of where hypnosis, formal hypnosis can be used. And maybe listeners have heard you know it's stage hypnosis they've seen or that's what they also perceive as hypnosis which of course it is and uh, stage hypnosis is really just using the mind for being creative and entertainment yeah but, but imagine all the other things if you can do that all the other things it's pretty powerful if you can see those people on stage doing what they do being creative it's not like they're doing it against their will people they are having a good time doing it and it opens them up to total creativeness now, the power of the mind is always there, and we're always use, using it, but we're not always using it to our benefit. So, yeah. you know, learn how to use that mind. Yes, as, as you say, it's, it's like the engine is always running. Yeah. Do you want to engage it or just let it spin spin around yeah. the rest of, of your... And where, you know, in the car, it would wear it. out. Ours doesn't wear out. 
our mind's always here. So it seems. <laughs> um, so diversity again. So yeah. hypnosis is used in birthing. Yeah. In, in with fertility your, also. And with fertility, both yeah. male and female fertility. And that's uh, been proven over and over again of mm. the power of that. doesn't matter how much money you want to spend on fertility. It's the mind you have to engage. Yeah. And hypnosis engages the mind. Um, next week, we're talking to Mona, who works with parents. And yes. there's a lot of uh, hypnotists work with parents. Well, thank goodness that's happening. And, and that's really good because now, you know, we always, poor mom always gets blamed, you know, for everything that goes wrong, mountain, the family, my parents did it, whatever. But really, if parents are getting better at parenting, and I think we have, we have improved our parenting, but always, we always make mistakes somewhere. And that's a natural way of being. I mean, I don't think we can be perfect for sure, but we can be creating beings that are much more confident and can go, get through life much easier. Again, the, um, um, the person coming on in the next show is going to talk about where she spends most of her time dehypnotizing parents because we're all under hypnosis of some yes. kind, societies, peer pressure, what our friends tell us, etc. And um, there was a point I was going to make and it's completely skipped my mind, but it probably doesn't really matter. <laughs> Oh, yes. Hypnosis, the thing about hypnosis once is that it requires um, you taking responsibility. Yes? Yes. The client has to come and say, I'm ready to yes. do this change. The mm. person who wants to use, uh, uh, let's say, it's fertility, and they can say, well, I just want to have drugs, or I just want to have operations to, to, to fix it. In other words, I don't want it to take responsibility. I want you to work on my body. I don't think they know they can take responsibility. Yeah, I, yeah I'm just I confirming that. that. Yeah. yeah, I just confirming that. And but we were that's what we're here about is is teaching people that they can take responsibility along with the medical field and not just sit back and just wait to be fixed that you can actually improve the outcome like majorly by using your mind. And again parents but and then children hypnosis works with children we um, you can start it from the actually from a birthing program and yeah. engage with the child <laughs> in embryo. Yes. As scientists and doctors now find that the embryo responds even at one month, etc. So we can engage. And schools, there's great programs that use hypnosis or mindfulness or whatever in schools. Yeah, I'm glad to see that happening. And um, we were talking to Sheila Granger last week, right? Mm -hmm. And she's got a lot of programs in the schools, and but that's in Britain, and we're sort of working. I think there is some here, too, because Martin was saying even when Sarah, his daughter, was in school, there was some implementation of some of that. And a lot of the stage hypnotists go into colleges yeah. and universities and do stage shows, but they do it with intent to show the, of the kids, to, to the children, the students, and many times it's mind. used in corporate field as a stage show and entertainment with the side of, you know, motivational movement mm -hmm. forward to production, of course. Yeah, they're using it for, um, especially in sales, but, but uh, was it Paul talking to us about his doing the stage shows with students and, and yes. universities? And the, they just come up to him afterwards and go, my goodness, what else can I do with this, yes. this power? And that's what it's all about. So all of us, no matter what kind of hypnosis we're doing, we're out there and we're out in the field just getting people more and more interested in hypnosis. When I started in 1999, it was strange. You know, you've got a lot of that, oh, don't look in my eye thing. Like I could really zap them. So, you know, every now and then you do that, you know, you do that little, well, I really look you, you know, stare at them or something. But 
you know, I got over it. And uh, now I don't get that very much, but I think it's because I'm in my own little world now because that's what I pay attention to. Um, the ones that I do, that are not interested, I've sort of given up on uh, of trying to push them because they need to come to it on their own. I always said, you know, I want people to walk in my office who are ready to do the work. So I'm not going to push people who don't want to use their mind to, to do it. It's just the way it is. And staying on diversity for the last minute, mm -hmm. yes, I can see. I can read mm -hmm. one minute you say, is um, whether it's PTSD, migraines, uh, self-healing, any of those situations, they're all created in the mind, first yeah. of all. Inez, you can do your quick rant on the mind being the 70%, 80%. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the usual, they have said in the past that 70% of a pain is emotional and then we can release that easily. Now, I think we can do much more than that, but uh, at, at least 70% easier. Anyway, we'll get back on the other side. So uh, I'll say goodbye for now. I'll see you on the other side and I'll talk to everybody. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one -on -one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has a mobile app for iOS, Android, or Amazon Kindle. Visit the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store.
You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and I'm going to let Martin take the lead again here. Where are we heading now? Just to finish up on that diversity and uh, what's happening out there, especially where hypnosis and the medical community are, are connecting. Um, and as Inez will always say, it's not one thing or the other, it's, right? It's, it's both. Work, use your mind to work on your health and use the doctors to guide you through that health. Mm-hmm. But I just there was an article um, from the NHS saying, and now hold, hold your breath, this is an amazing, yeah, Bob, amazing statement, amazing statement, that back pain could all be in your mind. <laughs> now, of course, this is a dangerous statement because it's like the opioid crisis. The problem with having it in your mind is it's very hard to charge any money to fix that because it's up to the person. <laughs> but the placebo effect is, is real and it works. And the medical community is using the placebos much, much more. Mm-hmm. So it's all in your mind, ladies and gentlemen. What... What sparked the reason for this particular show was that uh, we were listening to uh, Inez's mentor, Jerry Kind, on one of his normal rants about, well, there's been no progress in hypnosis. It's the same as it was in the 1800s. And then he goes on to tell you actually about all the progress that has been made. <laughs> so we want to talk about that is that hypnosis is, a, is an art, it's a science, it's a profession. And like all art and science and professions where you have very skilled people coming in and talented people coming in, they move it forward. Just mm-hmm. like science moves forward, so they say, and supposedly the medical community is moving forward. Hypnosis is not a static thing. It's not no. a one thing. So maybe Thank goodness. And as maybe talk about uh, just from what even modern hypnosis is always said starting in the 50s with Erickson and Elman. But, but just from you coming in, the, the changes you've seen. In procedure and how, what are you doing? Well, I've seen the biggest change, I think, is that we are going in the direction of not even, um, this has something to do with Bob, too, is um, that we, both of us and a few others, we are actually not ignoring the conscious, but by, bypassing, uh, talking to the conscious as much as possible. And, and like he, you know, Bob always says, apologizes for being rude and not talking to them. But it, essentially, what we want to deal with, we're always talking that hypnosis is the bypass of the critical factor of the conscious mind, blah, blah, blah. And it is. But if you get that bypass, why are we still talking to the conscious? It's not a conscious problem. It's a subconscious Who problem. Who said that? Somebody I said wonder. that. It's not a conscious problem. It's otherwise, you'd fix the I door. told him, and now he's listening in. But I'm stealing no, his not. ammo. I, I, have, I have been using that. I love that sentence. And so that's, and I think it's so true. And yet most of us are still talking to the conscious. Um, not that, you know, all hypnosis is great. But in my mind, where we need to move, move totally to be forward is now dealing totally on those levels of subconscious. We're talking about the, the conscious being like 10% or something, it, uh, and the rest is 90% of you is what we need to access more than ever before. And now we are moving into that world, and that's what I like. And don't forget that, uh, listeners, that that 90% is running all the time. Yeah. It's not like, oh, a hypnotist comes in and stirs up something that wasn't there before. It's running all the time. Always. That's why uh, when you have um, 
maybe a big reaction in hypnosis where somebody it's because that emotion was tamped down and, and yeah. rather than trying to have talk therapy to get it out over 16 years just well, do it in one one boom i mean not to knock no of course talk not. Who would therapy ever, not ever but knock. you know and essentially from a hypnotist point of view that's what we call compounding the issue at lots of times so sometimes the talking of it can actually make it somewhat worse. And they sometimes have great outcomes too. So I can't really pin that down. But in my mind, you're not you're talking to the conscious part who can't really fix the problem. And the other interesting thing if you're kind of wondering about hypnosis is when you look at the YouTube YouTube videos, it's always and even when I first saw this world was wow, how did they do that? How did they get that induction? How do they get that person from conscious to into a state of hypnosis? Well, that we're always in a state of hypnosis is, mm. is the it's key. The key. Yeah. Inductions are the least part of a formal hypnosis process. Yeah. And and I think that's what you're saying. We're moving more and more to make that induction not the big issue because yeah. we don't need it as much. You can just... Well, the induction, and I'm, you know, I walk, work in what I call deep states of hypnosis. Induction is a bit of a ritual and it's something that we use. But... As we understand now that we are in hypnosis all the time, and I know some of you will not agree with me as hypnotists, but I think hypnosis is everywhere and it's all, everything is hypnosis. I don't care if you're doing EFT and I don't care if you're doing it. To me, it's all hypnosis. We're all working with the mind. And to me, that's hypnosis. So. Yes. So she's equating the oh, mind with rant. hypnosis. So I'm getting go. as bad as Jerry. I rant a lot. No, she's it's... saying hypnosis is the language of the mind. Is that what you were saying? <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, so where... So the other thing, uh, the other thing, my voice just went all high there. What happened? The, the other thing that uh, with um, that's you've seen is, although it's always been there, okay, is the depth of trance, yeah. the, the usage. Now, hypnosis, I mean, trance or hypnosis, hypnotic state is normal. It's a natural yes. thing. So if somebody says, well, there's, let's call it the Esdale state or Secord. Yeah, it's labels all, we put on things, right? We've all been there. Yeah. It's not yeah. something new. Mm -hmm. Just like in quantum physics, when they or in physics, when they say, "Well, all there is is the atom," and then, "Oh wait a minute, no, there's the neutron. Oh wait a minute, there's a proton. Oh wait a minute, there's quarks." They've always been there. It's just they're finding new yeah. ways to open up to, to look at that whole yeah. new world. It's true. So talk about the different. So for me, what I'm saying, well, he says we've always been there. Many people are have been in these states naturally, and you know we used to talk about natural somnambulists, and many still do. But and yes, there are natural somnambulists that go into that hypnosis field in perfectly. But we've learned how to get people into somnambulism, no matter and, what. I'm sorry, what is somnambulism then? And say somnambulism it is known to be the place, the depth of hypnosis that you can do pain management. You can do all kinds of maybe most, regression most work, work all that kind of stuff. If you are in lighter hypnosis, you can still do work. So that's why I'm saying to you that all hypnosis is good. And I don't want to ever uh, denigrate somebody else's hypnosis. It's just not the way it is. But from my point of view, maybe it's because I was Jerry Kind early on, that uh, uh, you must, you know, it's beneficial if you have at least an open state of somnambulism. If you're going to do the work, then you got it. You know, if you do the work and you haven't tested it and all that kind of stuff and they are and they're they're in somnambulism. So it's and it's pretty easy to get to somnambulism. So, well, again, if you look, look back and it's, it's we go into those states anyway, but it's a matter of it's like the four minute mile. 
Everybody mm-hmm. thought the four-minute mile was really tough until he went, Bannister went and did it, and then everybody does it. Yeah. Just like it was considered way back that somnambulism was, oh, this was a, the, year, the uh, place of weirdness, and, and only if, if you could, if you were natural, like as if you had, you know, um, perfect pitch, then you could go into that. It was a, yeah. it was a talent or a, person, a specific person had. And then people like Elman, etc., came along and said, well, we can create, we can do this on purpose. We can do it on purpose. Yeah. Let's just find the ways to do it. So then somnambulism wasn't a big deal. Now it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. The next big deal was Esdale, even though that was a state created by after named after a guy from Montrose, Bob, who's um, <laughs> had the Esdale state in the 1800s, was using it. Yeah. Took him weeks and weeks to weeks to get that person there. Yeah. And then Elman again said, "Well, why not do this on purpose? What would it take? It's not a. It's not a. Um, some special. Only a few people can do it. We all have minds, and all our minds are capable of all the things yeah. we do. So then, the only thing that stops us anytime is when we have concerns, fear, or fear. And so then now I'm, God, I'm trying to get her to say this, but she just. So now Inez, don't you use the Esdale state as a normal facet of of uh, your Procedure. Well, I actually do. I use it in Simpson protocol, but thank you. You thank know, you. yes. <laughs> but understand that I can use it somnambulism or Esdale. Or it's it just makes it a little when you have the extra uh, depth. All that means to me is that you're more open to accepting the proper suggestion. So it just makes it easier and faster. It has nothing to do. I'm not operating and I'm not uh, cutting, what do you call it? Operations. What? What we're Amputation. To, I don't do amputation. Let's try and stay on the theme here. <laughs> what we're trying to say is that hypnosis is taking things that were considered esoteric or weird and making it part of the norm now. So, for instance, in a class, and I, I, I'm in a class, so I'm watching it. This is a true witness yeah. statement. You will have hypnotists coming in and saying, well, I don't either they say I don't believe in as they'll state or I or I really can't go very deep in hypnosis because yes. a hypnotist is usually focused on the client and that's what their concern is and to make yes. sure it works great for the client. They don't like doctors, they don't spend a lot of time on themselves, they're so focused on the other. Yeah. And in class, in practice, not when Inez is doing it, but when they're doing it with each other. Mm-hmm. You, almost every time they're in it, they go to Esdale, yeah, which was considered a weird state. I mean, a well, very esoteric, very yeah, far away. Everybody this is thinks, so difficult. You know, and even when Walter Sicourt was around, he had created supposedly the, the Sicourt state. Wait a minute, he didn't create he it. He didn't create it. He discovered that it was there like the quarks, yes. So there is no such thing as us creating anything uh, ourselves. Those states are natural ways of being. And it, it's a place that your body uses for healing. And it's his natural place. You probably go into it every night when you're sleeping. So I, I, we need to get over ourselves a little bit. But what we're doing is you're moving what was considered at one time esoteric, four-minute miles, weird, nobody's ever going to move the four-minute miles, yeah. to making those states part of the normal function of a formal hypnosis procedure when it's yeah. needed. Yeah. So that allows much more um, work can be done with a person. Support, you can yes. do very fast healing. If we could, we're not... In, in not if really you can teach someone to go to support on purpose, then to think about how much extra healing they can get. I mean, all these things have got their, we are moving forward in thought and experimentation. And it's all necessary. I want everybody on board. What was once considered <laughs> strange things. is now considered the norm, which is yes. what happens in, in any organization. We have very talented people starting to apply themselves to it. Mm. And hypnosis is no different. 
we're you're moving it forward all the time. Yeah, we are moving it forward who, all who the time. Who knows where we'll be in... Every time I teach Simpson Protocol, it moves forward sometime, some way. So it's going to be interesting in 20 years from now, where you keep the talent going, where that hypnosis is going. I actually have no concept where it... I, you know, I, all I know is that it changes every time I teach it. And I'm not the only one teaching it. All my trainers are teaching it. And I'm sure they move it along. In fact, I know they move it along. So anyway, we're going to come back in a few seconds. And, oh, no, a couple minutes. And we'll see you on the other side. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be, you can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Inez. That's I-N-E-S at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and we're just going to continue. And... Um, I've had sort of a question thrown at me. Uh, it says, how can anyone regulate the placebo? We were talking about the placebo as a powerful, the medical field yeah. finding it's a powerful I don't tool. know if you can do such a thing as regulate. Well, I think they can because they don't want anybody uh, stepping on their toes because they know it's a very powerful thing. It's, it's I know. Uh, but anyway, I think they can. I think, does he mean legally regulated? Is that what you mean, Dan? So... I think a, a legal regulation on it is just that puts us into fear of using anything. So some of us on here on this 
listening in are not afraid of that. And we use the placebo all the time you in some use, way. You can use a virtual placebo. A virtual placebo is just as good as, look at the virtual gastric bypass. That's, That's or by, yeah, bland. Look, those are all placebos. They're virtual, doesn't matter. They, we, those people know that they are not That's having just, an operation. They said to Sheila, Sheila Granger does yeah. the virtual gastric band, as he said last <laughs> week. Sheila says, they know they're sitting in my chair. There was no operation. No, no. But remember, imagination is a strong, is a very strong thing. That's what it's it built for. If we can imagine it, we can create it because the imagination is part of it. Now, I want to delve into the more weird stuff that you can do with hypnosis or the mind can be done. Uh, works and just before we get to that remember that there's a lot of weird stuff's going on that's called science i mean quantum <laughs> physics we know we walk around we're buying bread going to the grocery stores sitting at the table watching tv and think oh, what is quantum physics got to do with anything well of course the whole, our whole universe is built on it so this is a place where uh, a thing isn't a thing it could be a wave could be a particle it could be, you say, how do electrons spin around a nucleus? They don't spin around a nucleus. It's, an, it's a cloud. It's, it's a wave that may or may not be a particle when you look at it. When you choose to look at a particle, a small particle like that, it chooses to be a wave or a particle depending what you're looking for. And that's weird. And action yeah. at a distance where they have this thing called quantum fields, which is sort of like gravity, a gravity field, sort of like a magnetic field, but it isn't anything like that because they can't find any source. It's just an energetic field where if one thing happens in one place, it happens it's exactly the same time somewhere else without any apparent uh, connection. So cause and effect isn't actually real in quantum physics. It has no effect. The other thing they're finding in quantum physics is time is, is becoming an issue because time doesn't work in quantum physics. <laughs> so time actually may only work here on where we see things. Yeah. So there's a lot of weird stuff, ladies and gentlemen. And this is, uh, and then we go to the mind. So, um, and as you- That's why I say that, you know, there is no such thing as reality because- Okay, that's going too far. <laughs> well, I don't think so. Cause I don't think there's such a thing as, it's our reality. So that's the difference. There is a reality, but it's our reality. Well, I think a lot of politicians are proving that in this day and age. Yes. And, but, and you know, we sometimes they have a, 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 an agreed on reality. Mm -hmm. We know that you and I are both looking at the computer. I'm not. He's <laughs> just a pain, isn't he? Um, so that kind of thing. But moving on from that, you were making a point with that. Desperately trying to make a point with that, yes. That... Um, Inez, so let's look at some of the program or the the work you do with your students and teaching in class. Mm -hmm. For instance, you have uh, this hypnosis where you use surrogacy. Yeah. Try and explain that, please. Try is what I'm going to do <laughs> because trying, you know, how I feel about that. But I'm, I'm going to explain what I can about it. Uh, when we use surrogacy, you know, we get into this thing that in the field, we're all connected, proving that uh, when you observe things, it changes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The observer changes the result. Yeah. So what happens is that you can actually... What appears to happen. That's true. What appears to happen, I'm sorry, is that when you connect to another person, the work can be done through the surrogate. Okay, you're connecting so in hypnosis. If, if so I had a, a, a mother who had a small child who was having night terrors and I was allowed and I could do it, 
if she's open and all that kind of thing, then I can actually get her connected and we can do the work through her. Now, a lot of people go, yeah, yeah, can yeah, you do yeah, that? yeah, You mean in the conscious state, like in the normal waking no, state? No, we put them, we, we get them to go in hypnosis, of course. Right, so you're doing, a, a form so of using that state. bigger part of the mind. Yes, so we're, we're using the 90%. Now, people think, consider me a little bit on the metaphysical side, spiritual side, and yes, I am. But I think I'm not I'm well grounded <laughs> in what we consider at least some science. Yeah, well, okay. So the, I the think thing he's about to save my butt here the, now. The thing about what you discuss or what any hypnotist uses um, is that they know it works because it works. They maybe not know why it works or how it works or how all the molecules come into and all the quarks spin yeah, at the right I angles. Clue. But what they know is if they do this, this seems to work. So you have a mother and child connected because yeah. there is a strong bond there. Yes. And so they, you, maybe you're listening and thinking, yeah, well, that's possible. You know, mother and child, you, you know, these twins are connected. Yep. You know, something happens to one twin in one part of the world. The other twins recognize it. And a mother and a child uh, or, and love can do that. A husband and a wife, something happens. But surrogacy can be done on a completely uh, a third party mm -hmm. that is not bonded. Yes, we do that in class. And uh, we do it. And there is outcomes and change in the third person. So... Let me explain this. So you and this is with students. So this is not. I may as well do it as a demo. But this is with students, and we've done it in lots. Of, she has done it in lots and lots of classes, and this always results in. In okay, so this is how it works. You have two people. One is the hypnotist, and one is the uh, yeah the client. surrogate. The surrogate, yeah. So that person is A is and working work on B. On, yeah, they work as, on C. As in the normal hypnosis, mm -hmm. and, and in fact. B is working with connects to C, a different person. And this person can be in the room or in, for instance, London, the lady left the room. She went up to her, to her hotel room because she was not yeah. feeling great. And she could, came down smiling and laughing. They were working yeah. through her. Yeah. Or a person can do something, which is very interesting because all three people are sitting there in the room. And they say, as a child, I felt this. And the third party goes, how did they know that? Yeah. So there is seems to be there is a and connection. it depends on and the the amount of connection is you know just like every other modality some of us are visual some of us are you know auditory etc cetera, etc cetera. every person will get those things differently they might not be this way that the client the person that's being worked on would get it so but if they are they um, depends on the on the whole structure. And it's always a little bit different, of course, because we haven't got a clue about anything. Now, that may sound weird, but then go, <laughs> go look at quantum physics and tell me that's weird because the, mm -hmm. the field seems to be everywhere. In fact, they're talking about the field or fields uh, of quantum fields, energetic mm -hmm. fields, holding most of our cultural memories, and we just tap into them. Yeah. And now that's weird. Ooh, now, I mean, that's weird. But you know that what the crazy thing is that a lot of the questions that I use in symptom protocol is what he's just telling me now, like, I don't know that stuff so much but um, Martin's kind of good at that we're a, a, a team because he sort of keeps me a little bit more grounded than most and most of the time I'm sort of flying around you know but that's good all right so you have three people a person A yeah. and B and B is actually connecting to C and the work actually goes to C through B if you will follow that formula it's math it's easy we can do this yeah. now how about you do this with Ready, ready, um, animals. Yes. 
connect to animals. Yes, we do this. Because yes. that presupposes the animals have minds. Who knew? Well, funny that, you know. But actually, that's very interesting. Actually, one of my friends who's no longer here to defend himself is that he said to me that he did not think that uh, animals had any cognition. I don't think he ever owned an animal, but obviously because they have great minds and it's not that conscious. Remember, we're, it's, we're bypassing the conscious. They don't have that to bypass. It's okay. actually very easy to help an animal surrogately. So, and this has been, again, it's proof of action. It's not a, a theoretical, and it would once maybe. Yeah. This no. is where you do it so that, and, and it helps that the person is connected to that animal. So again, we need that, that the connection. The connection is definitely is important. And we, well, I don't think it's necessarily that important, but it's just that the importance of it is that they check on the animal, they see the differences. Right. If you're just doing it on an animal across the world and you never met it, you know, you're not going to check on it that much. So the they might see. they might notice a change in the animal, but they don't the animal they might don't say, know how it happened. Excuse me, why are you in my head? Get out of my head. <laughs> Whereas we're looking for uh, come on, everybody has felt a connection to an animal. They must understand at least and so they as if they know what the animals think. I wonder if that connection is something to do with the mind. I wonder. Yeah. So this, but it's very interesting. Again, <laughs> stuff that's done in class where hypnosis they work, and this has been great with horses and horse owners because this is yes. a, a big field, as they yeah, say. Yeah, Nicole, uh, Nicole Weber. Um, no, I think it's Weber. Weber, sorry. <laughs> and and uh, she was a student way back about four or five years ago, and she d went into this field, and she's done great work with them. So you know, um, hypnosis is working with the mind bypassing the conscious as much as possible is where we need at this time to go. And we can do that very easily in very easy ways that we call hypnosis. And it's, again, it's taking advantage of what's already there, mm -hmm. right? And then formally taking, yeah. you know, using it. So if you have a connection to an animal and that we know, for instance, that dogs will take on the dis-ease of an owner. Yes, they do. As if it's a protection. So we can formally work on that, right? Yeah. To work through to the dog going, you know, we don't need have to do this or whatever. It's 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 an it's something already there and formal hypnosis is taking advantage of this and doing amazing things. So I've always said that I work from on anything from clinical to the very metaphysical. I don't want to put a box on it. I'm quite a, a spiritual person. Um, I have ideas that will seem a little far out to people. And at times, that's a great thing because it moves us forward. At least I will experiment and see where it takes me. And you've in, in that surrogacy thing, just the last thought is that where people have been in what depends on what kind of coma they're in, but in a coma, they can yeah. connect at least. Yes. So um, I've had students had people in, in their families in a coma and they will do that. They'll go in and they'll uh, do a sur surrogate session on them. And it always is helpful in some way. Even if that person's leaving, it's still helpful. And talk about that. You know, that's another field that we all work in is, is um, helping people pass in an easier way in peace before they go. And guess what? It's time for this break. It's a break again. See you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. to hypnosis everywhere the simpson protocol to reach the show today please call into 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 you may also send an email to inez that's i-n-e-s at inezsimpson.com now back to this week's program welcome back to hypnosis everywhere and this is our last segment and I wish it was longer, but um, I was going to ask, I was going to say one thing. We're talking about surrogacy and Simpson Protocol. Uh, we're talking about everything. But in Simpson Protocol, the evolution is helping, is happening every day. And we're actually using a different level. And you know what? Bob and I and, and Camilla, and we all agree on this sort of stuff. Those are all my friends that are local. And they understand that this is all constructs, so we can talk about it constructs so we can get a client to understand it all those things if we didn't have the constructs that's how we communicate through words which are really lacking very limiting so um we know all that but it's important that now we are actually working in another construct zone on simpson protocol and i have to thank christoph in belgium my trainer there because he's done some awesome experimental work with that and talking about constructs i mean that's what ericsson etc knew was the the mind <clears throat> will feed stuff through to let's say our, our awareness which is our conscious but it can only give you things that you can understand so it's always a metaphor everything's a metaphor because mm-hmm. you can't you how do you say infinity well you can make a sign for infinity but what does that mean so it's always a yeah. metaphor for something else but let me ask you this on because this is the last segment we try and what well, we don't try. We usually offer tools, etc. We have the self-hypnosis. You have the self-hypnosis site for people. But you work in deep states. So what what does that mean? I mean, what what benefit is working in 
deeper states. Well, it just means that they take the suggestion and what they desire much easier and faster. Because there's less filters on. Less filters. If, if you consider yeah. deeper as being more open yes. and trusting, yes. and you don't do it unless, you're open, unless you trust with your environment. Very true. So then there's less filters. If there's less filters, then you can have, you can take in more or allow your body to heal faster or your your forward brain, yeah. your conscious front frontal lobe yeah. to accept more things. Yeah. And I, I, I understand that that uh, self-protection is always there. So if you were doing something that they didn't like, they would just uh, come back out and say, gee, you know, drop dead. <laughs> so would never do that. You but. do, for instance, what what we call advanced self hypnosis as a course, yeah. and um, it, it's working therefore in those deeper states, and so you you can actually work on yourself a lot more than in a regular hypnosis. Well, regular. especially let's say that um, I had a client the other day who had wanted to learn how to do its uh, pain management in a very deep level, and so we, you know, we go through that and we teach him how to get, put himself in that state so he can allow the healing to happen. And, you know, uh, there's always something that you understand that the mind will use pain as a signal, of course, and it'll use it as a protection. So you, you do have to leave the mind to decide what it needs. If it's something that doesn't matter, you can ask the mind to see if you can let it go for good. Or you can ask, you know, can you drop it down to maybe 25 or 30 percent so the person doesn't hurt themselves further? You know, all these things. It's a, a, So it's on an individual basis and it's decided by their mind, not yours necessarily. And let's just throw you right under the bus here a little. So mm -hmm. you work with something called the superconscious or what did it be again? Mm -hmm. it's, it's a code for what do you perceive that to be? Um, well, In my construct for that is what, that it's a part of us that knows everything and it can go into all these fields. Like you said, you know, quantum physics now has it. Even memory is a field, you said. So, you, could, you know, it's all about going into the different fields. So they, that part of you has access to that. And is it, I, some people said that it could be God. Well, it could be, but I haven't got a clue that if that's true or not. And it is in my construct, it's not there. Maybe the new level could be a little more because it's even, it seems to be out of space and time. Whereas the superconscious still seems to be in space and time and the dichotomy of positive and negative. Uh, so the new level is definitely sort of all one level. I don't even, can you explain that, that better than me, Mr. Articulate? The super, well, the super conscious that you're working with, it, again, it's a code for something that you, you find in deeper states yeah. that you're able to activate with people or, mm -hmm. or, and it works with their higher mind for that. Yes. And it only seems to work for their higher good. It, and it, will not go against free will. No. So it's like the collective unconscious or yes. something like that, yep. where there's this total connection and the superconscious over the way this thing is, can, if you say, now this person has got this in this situation, can you go find all the uh, tools necessary to bring back to this person to make them, for them specifically, to work on this? And it, it does. Yeah, and people always ask me those explanations, and I tend to be a little um, loosey-goosey because I'm just in faith and in trust of that, and they need the scientific yeah, but you talk and all the other stuff, which they need if they're going to learn or move into it and or let their box get bigger. So luckily for me, I have him because um, he can explain it in a much more articulate way or scientific way that they will 
take but it on. Just remember, explaining doesn't mean anything. No. You do it because it works. Yeah. You get the outcomes. Yeah. All you're concerned about is outcomes. Yeah. If the super conscious thing wasn't getting outcomes, you wouldn't be using it. No. It wouldn't be of no value. No. But we could just touch on that there is, um, that hypnosis works with, or you in deep states with a higher mind, with a, um, that seems to always want to work for the person's own good, right? Yes. That, I mean, ultimate good, not just ultimate good is not, different. Not yeah. just what's going to make them feel better today, but towards their uh, ultimate good. But there's also, and let's just posit this, that if there's good, there's always seems to be a dichotomy, just yep. like there's matter and antimatter, there's good and there's bad, and sometimes that comes up in hypnosis too. Yes, it does. Where you get this dark side, if you will. The dark side, yeah. And sometimes, you know, people get all into the, oh my God, are they going to talk about entities? Oh my God. But no, this is not, no. it can be anything. The dark side can be the part that's a whole bunch of negative thinking. It could be anything. So, But it does, there is... Let's not all be um, uh, naive or naive. Naive in this world that hypnosis is working towards good, but it stirs up stuff, and that people do bring or are attached to bad things. There's bad things in the world. Now there seems to be another level where this none of that doesn't exist. No. But just to let you know, it it comes up, and uh, there's a person Bob Burns, for instance, has has experienced that quite a bit, where it comes up. So just. Um, no, we're not living in an airy, fairy, naive world where it's all wonderful and we're just going to fix everybody and everything's going to be great because yeah. sometimes we can't work with people because there's some blockage of some kind which could be at any level. Yes, it could be at any level, but it could also be that uh, uh, it's serving them in some way. And remember we said no matter what you're working with, super conscious or any other level of mind, um, it will not surpass free will in any way. So... Like we said, the who's in control, the client is always in control of what their mind's going to do, not, not us. So back on the positive, mm -hmm. um, yes, use self-hypnosis. Yes, understand what we're trying to say in the whole process is it's your mind and it's very, very powerful. Learn ways to access it to benefit yourself yes. as opposed to working against yourself. That's with medicine tends to work against the body quite often. It doesn't bring the body in on side. Or has side effects. So we want to, we want to, in hypnosis, we can actually help avoid them or make them easier, all that kind of thing. But in your life with anxiety, phobias, concerns, mm -hmm. you have a very powerful tool there. So we'll start to look at that as, yeah. your, as your tool. And I hate to say this, but we're to the end of the show already. Anyway, so we'll see you next week when we have... Mona talking about parents and using hypnosis with kids and yes. for the family. So we're back on track, <laughs> teaching you how to use your mind. Thanks. We'll see you next week. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week. 